Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. When I was 16, I never, ever discussed sex. It was forbidden. It was the, it was like the word Voldemort, where you couldn't bring the word sex up in the family. You had to be quiet. It was an embarrassing subject. If ever I was watching a movie with one of my family members and a sex scene came on, it was embarrassing. Oh my God. And yet here I am years later doing a podcast with my husband recording it and talking about our sex life and guys i want you to know the reason why today we are diving deep into the subject of sex is because i truly believe on the importance of it in the importance of talking about sex and the importance of being honest and being transparent with your partner and not feeling the shame and not feeling the guilt and not being embarrassed that's going to be the importance of sex in your relationship and so guys if i'm here saying that you've got to talk about the sex I'm also here being the person that is recognizing how difficult it may be to talk about sex. So right now, today, on today's episode of Relationship Theory, me and my husband of 20 years go deep on how on earth we started to talk about sex and the importance of talking about sex and how the hell you go about actually communicating what you want in your sex life. So without further ado, let's just jump right into the deep end and talk about sex. Let's do it. If this episode brought you value, guys, I really do request that you share, you tell your homies about it, and you do rate and review. That is such a big importance for podcasts and for me. So if this did bring you value, I really, really do hope that you can subscribe and you tell your homies and leave a review. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Relationship Theory. I am your co-host, Tom Bilyeu, and I am here with the most lovely woman on the face of the planet, my wife. Lisa Bilyeu, and today we're talking about sex. So without further ado, you have a question for us. I do, you're so cute. Um, What do you think about the idea of no sex before marriage? All right. Let, let's see if I can nuke the comments. The section. funny thing is, I was like, this is a three-second episode. <laughs> for me, it's very easy. I think it's madness. I think it's madness. And I get it. For a long time, I was committed to the idea of not having sex before marriage. So this isn't like somebody I did not get laid in high school. I was absolutely god awful with women for a very long time. Um, And looking at the realities of sex, it is such an important part of the relationship. And there there are just matches and not matches and not finding out until after the fact, whether you're a match or not, just seems crazy to me. Now, that's my best relationship advice, is to, I think people should have sex before they get married, for sure. I don't think they should marry the first person they have sex with. I know people are gonna hate all of this. And (laughs) I think that um, they should live together before they get married. I think that's just like, if you said, okay, Tom, look, I get it, there are spiritual reasons, I'm all for it, cool. People can ignore this advice. I totally understand. Everybody needs to do what is right for them. I'm just saying, if you're asking me, hey, this marriage has to last, what's your 
best practices. So not that I'm not judging, people do what they want, but my best practices for finding a mate and making sure that you're gonna have longevity would be to definitively not marry the first person you have sex with, definitely have sex with the person that you get married before you get married, and live together, because it is complicated, man. Which is interesting, because the third one, we didn't really properly live together, just me and you. What? That, yeah, sure, but sort of, but here's the thing. we live together in... It was, we learned a lot once we got married and properly lived together. It's like yes. me staying with you for a couple of months, you staying and living with my mom and me. Okay. It's like, it's, so you know, I agree with you. Would though. you say those were more or less stressful? Living with your mom it's, versus was, living on her I own. Don't want, I don't think we wasted the episode going down that path, but it was night and day. It wasn't even necessarily what's more, it was just, it was night and day. Because I didn't know to how me, to- To me, it's about stress I didn't testing. know how to cook myself. I didn't know how to do laundry. And now I have to do it for two people. And so it became, for me, that went from living with my mom, with you, when my mom did everything, and we like, she bought the groceries, she did all our laundry to me and you moving in, just me and you. So are you and saying now, that you wish we had lived together for longer before we got married? Yeah. Would that, so that might be good best practices? So that's what I was saying, sorry, so you missed the point. What I was saying was, it's interesting that you say that because we didn't, but I 100% agree we should have. So maybe I didn't, it's interesting because we could film this and so maybe I didn't say that out loud. No, no, I just jumped in I, too soon before you yeah, could finish your point. That's, where I was going is that I completely agree so but going back to the so you know what do you think about the next thing then that I'll say most people probably shouldn't get married before they're 30 and that you definitely shouldn't have kids before you're 30 it's a hard, I don't want to get off really this yeah I don't want to get off the subject of the sex though yet because it's so powerful that's true sex before you're married um so right so Here's the thing. I completely agree with you. And I understand what you're saying about the spiritual. Like, we're not judging. Like, people need to do what's best for them. But growing up, I'm just going to be honest. And you've obviously heard me say this. There was so much, like, thing about sex. It's like, now remember, when you lose your virginity. It was like, I thought fireworks were going to go off. I was going to be crowned. My life was never going to be the same. I was going to be finally a woman. Like, it was like this big grand thing and i had sex for the first time and was like huh <laughs> now look i i was in a relationship i was with the guy for four years but when i first had sex with him i was young i was legal <laughs> when i was young and um and so it was like i didn't know who i was i didn't even know my body i didn't know and so i was like People have made out for it to be very grand and I didn't feel it. So then I dismissed sex. I was like, clearly it's not for me. Like, it's not that, it's like, yeah, maybe this is it. Maybe this is, it. and it wasn't until I met you that I was like, holy shit, this is what people are talking about. And so to your point, I'm not telling people to go out and just sleep with anyone. But man, when I met you, I was like, I knew what I had. I knew what I had. But what if I hadn't? What if I had stayed with that guy? The spark, the electricity, the, the intimacy, the, the passion you can have from sex. It wasn't there, but I wouldn't have known that it was missing if I hadn't then had the experience and then met you. So that is exactly a wonderful example of why I think 
that one, I love the idea of people waiting, like having sex young, I think is a high risk endeavor. Yeah. So if anything I've said comes across like that, definitively not. Um, I think people should really wait until the, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got about sex was until you're able to talk about it openly, don't have it. <laughs> and I thought, whoa, that's really good advice. And so being able to talk with the person that you want to have sex about having sex, um, mm. that's a good sign about whether or not you're ready. Um, but so many people, the first experience they have is, you know, awkward or confusing or whatever. And it gives you, if you, that's the only person you ever have sex with, it doesn't give you any sort of comparison. And there's, there's just exploration and learning and it's, uh, like all that stuff, it, when done safely, physically and emotionally, when done safely, physically and emotionally, that exploration I think is, uh, is transformative. And I am a serial monogamist. I have, that's not entirely true. I have experienced and enjoyed brief encounters. But I find if I don't connect, that's a much better way of explaining it. I need to connect with people to enjoy sex. So like I want trust, which was again, my mom gave me this extraordinary insight into sex, which is for, I forget what she said about guys, but it was basically like guys need a place to have an orgasm and, or a partner outside of masturbation, obviously. And women need trust. Mm. And I thought, whoa, like that was so weird to me. Mm. The thought that women needed trust to have an orgasm. And what a key insight that was. And so I'm talking about you're connected with somebody. You're in a stable relationship. This is somebody that you trust. Um, but then from there, where you can go and explore and the things that you can learn, it's, it is amazing and it's extraordinary. And while I did not set out to um, learn about sex by having multiple partners, I am so grateful that I did. If you own your own business, when an employee leaves your company, whether on good terms or bad, it can feel, I hate to say it, but it actually can feel personal, like you and you alone are the one to blame. And it actually may even trigger you to lock down your business, not open yourself up and not actually risk trying anyone else. Like you actually would your heart after a bad breakup and avoid looking for that new partner altogether. Well, let's face it, sometimes we can do that with highs as well. And trust me, guys, I've been there. I get the thought of bringing in a new stranger into your business actually fills your heart with more anxiety than it does love and joy. But when you post your jobs on LinkedIn, you can actually feel the confidence that you will find the right person for the right job fast because LinkedIn isn't actually just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion billion with a B professionals, which makes it the best place to hire because guys, it gives you access to professionals that you actually can't find anywhere else. And so LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive, which then makes hiring with confidence easy when you have that many quality candidates. And it's so easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get qualified candidates within 24 hours. So post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash Lisa. That's linkedin.com slash Lisa to post your job for utterly free. And of course, terms and conditions always apply.
As an entrepreneur, one of the biggest challenges you will face is the negative voice in your head. You know who I'm talking about. That may be not so small part of you that loudly doubts your abilities to actually pull the things off and make a living from your passion project. But you've got to overcome that negative voice in your head, homie, because I'm telling you, you can do it especially if you use Shopify. Now, Shopify is an all-in-one global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From launching your business to hitting a million dollars, Shopify has got you completely covered. And with all the built-in Magic AI award-winning customer service and the internet's best converting checkout, you have everything you need to shut down the voice of doubt and make all your amazing business dreams a reality. That's exactly why, guys, I love Shopify. So if you want to start growing your business with more customers and sales, shut that negative voice down and prove her wrong that you can do it, Shopify is here for you. So go and sign up for just $1 a month with your trial period at shopify.com slash Lisa, all lowercase. Again, guys, you can go to shopify.com slash Lisa right now to grow your business, no matter where you are and what stage it's in. That's shopify.com slash Lisa. So I actually think a massive part of it, like in general, is just compatibility, right? Are you compatible in the way you like to live your everyday life? Are you compatible in um, the belief system that you have on whether you want a family or not? Are you, right? Like everything becomes a compatibility and a communication. And if you're not compatible to me on the sex side of it, like that's such a huge part of what makes a relationship for me and you, like feeling that electricity, working on it, making sure we always keep that spark alive. It's so freaking important. And if you never have it from the beginning, I don't know, like there's a, that's a massive component that would be missing. There's also ways of like flavors of sex life maybe is the right way to think about it. And finding enough common ground because over time you're going to shape each other and you're going to find the things you like and you're each going to like share and try new things and all of that is a wonderful part of a healthy sex life but there is sort of a baseline of like what we enjoy are we into like more adventurous stuff are we more vanilla are we um frequency like there's so many different aspects of a sex life to line up so right it didn't even occur to me, but that's like one of the biggest things of like, I hear a lot about people who are like, you know, guys will usually want it more, women usually want it less. And so they end up over the years, you hear people complain they haven't had sex in over a year or two years. And it's like, we talk about it all the time. And in fact, if you don't mind me bringing it up, even when I was really sick with my health, because I, I know, and we've discussed sex so much, I know how important sex is to you, that with my gut health, and when it was really bad, that was one thing that because we'd already established an open discussion about sex, I came to you and I'm like, babe, because I physically couldn't have sex for a while, I was like, are you okay? Like, is there anything I can do to help? Do you need more porn? Like, do you need toys? Like, but that was very important because I, we'd had the discussion. So now imagine a couple that hasn't had a discussion about sex, that doesn't understand their differences on wants and needs. And so then it comes a situation where maybe one of them gets sick and then the other person is feeling completely neglected and not even thought of but not necessarily being out of like just neglect, just being out of like, I didn't even think about it because I didn't realize he wanted it. But I knew how much you were being affected by my gut health because we discussed the importance of sex between us. 
Yes, and just to wrap that one up though, in that moment, it's like, hey, your partner's going through what they're going through. Yeah. And if you can't sort yourself out, then there are bigger issues. And that's amazing on both sides. I think it's just important to mention both. Yes. Now, bringing it back to sex before marriage, um, just sort of wrapping the idea up is when, when the conditions are right for a sexual relationship, to me, the things that you will learn about yourself, what you like, the nature of sex itself is so profound that having a level of um, experience and exploration, I think, is is truly rewarding. But even, even just sticking to the one point with that person, let's just assume for a second that you're only going to have sex with that person. Um, I would still do it before I got married as like an emergency backstop. Just it's like such an important part of the relationship to make sure that there is long term viability to the sex life because it is you're getting into life as a biological experience and understanding the hormonal cascade like um, Jamie Wheel wrote a new book and it's about it's called the um, recapturing the rapture. And a huge section of the book is dedicated to sex because of the neurochemistry mm -hmm. and how what they're finding is one of the most potent antidepressants is an orgasm. And that so many positive neurochemical states have that have like signatures that are almost identical to post-orgasm, um, MDMA, um, some of the, the treatments that they're using for the, the co chemical cocktails that they use for like treating intractable depression all mimic essentially post-orgasm. Mm. And so like making sure that your sex life is high functioning is so important and it can just be a misfire. All right. So let's say they wait for marriage. God bless them. Cool. Now it's about toolkit of That's how do we process say, yeah. through. Well, it's all about communication. It's all about not being embarrassed and not being judgmental because inevitably, and this is the very reason I'm telling people to experiment, inevitably there are going to be things that you're excited by the other person's not interested in and vice versa. There could be frequency things that you guys are going to have to work through. Um, Fetishes. Yeah, sure. Like you elaborate. <laughs> like I'm not sure where you're headed. I'm just saying, if someone's got a fetish, you'd. I think it's important to say that openly to discuss. God, now we're we gonna get into like the whole. It fetishes are interesting, man. <laughs> I don't know if this is where no, the but fetishes ends, but... like at a thirty thousand foot view are really fascinating. So I'm I'm glad you're bringing this up because to the point about like without judgment, figuring out what the other person is into, like fetishes are one of the few things that appear to be immutable, meaning something gets locked in when it's. So we talk about the age, age of imprinting. Imprint, yeah. So in, in the 11 to 15, there is some weird thing where your brain opens itself up to lifelong imprinting and one of, and meaning in that period, like it's why they say you'll never have friends like you had when you were 12. Mm -hmm. there's, there's just something about that period of time that the, the hobbies that you'll develop, they develop in that time. Mm -hmm. Your favorite authors, filmmakers, movie genres, all of it lock in in that period. And one of the things in that cascade is fetishes. And so there's this weird thing where the brain opens itself up to locking onto something and then it stays. And so while you may discover new things that you like, 
it's usually in a fairly narrow band and that band gets gets imprinted in that period and so not knowing what the other person's like real like the things that they're really into can be uh it can be sad because when you find somebody that shares right, your interest exactly. it's like oh my god i never knew it could be this amazing exactly that's what my point of the saying is or just being able to be with somebody that doesn't judge you for a fetish that you may have and if you if you don't have sex beforehand if you don't discuss it especially then you may end up in a relationship with someone that is that may be the antithesis of what sexually turns you on or you know and so it's like well what do you do with that so i just think like as an overall it's not about like yeah get one in it's about you know like making sure that you are completely compatible on the same page aligned very open um beforehand yes and just as a final button of course, there's going to be, and I mentioned this earlier, there's going to be um, growing together. You guys are going to at first like, oh, I'm not really into that. But over time, you like see how much the other person loves it and and you can evolve together. So this is like anything in a relationship. There, there's a mm-hmm. foundation that you want to make sure is there and is solid. But then, of course, beyond that, it's going to be communication. It's going to be trying new things. It's going to be experimenting together. And without question, the greatest sexual journey I have been on has been with you. Mm. And so time to get, like my number one value in a relationship is a shared existence. So hopefully people do not mistake that I am um, only interested in novelty. The thing that I've given my entire life to is the experiment of what happens when you stay with one person. Um, That's your experiment? (laughs) Why do you say it like that? It's not sexy at all. That's interesting. To me, that is so powerful. It's so unromantic. That's, I have to find better words to say it in a way that you hear what I mean. Because what I mean is so, (laughs) like, it's like I've given my whole life to the idea of, like, through ups and downs, through sickness and health, through poverty, wealth, everything, all of it to do it with one person is such an extraordinary journey. And that's way better. Just don't use the word experiment. Um, Because it... It, it feels clinical. And so everyone... This Words is, matter. So the, I'm actually glad that we're talking about this. And you said earlier, like, people, like, this is actually how we talk. This is actually how we talk. You say a word, rubs me the wrong way, makes me feel a certain way. But I know you don't mean it, which is why I'm correcting you. I know exactly what you mean. But that's why I was like, hey, experiment doesn't work on me. It doesn't feel romantic. And I like, I know... You're, which you're now revealing your value system. Yeah. I don't need it to be romantic. Yeah. I need it to be powerful. Yeah. And so hearing <laughs> that what you need in that moment obviously was an unmet need. I wouldn't have said it if it were Valentine's Day or our anniversary. Wouldn't be like, I'm so glad we're running this experiment. <laughs> but at the same time, that really matters to me. And so I'm, while I'm understanding you and I could now steel man your position, it doesn't mean it changes the way that I feel. Like that means something to me. It means yeah. a lot to me. And I, just as it's critical that I understand where you're coming from, it's important that you understand where I'm coming from and why that, the way that I have framed it matters to me. So if you're speaking to me and want to be understood, that you would need to have an equal um, understanding and respect for how but I But that's interesting though, because in your reframing of it, and I was like, oh, that's much better. Did you feel like I was changing your mind? Mo- the way that you see it. Yes. And when you said corrected, I was like, the hair on the back of my neck stood up. I was like, say what? So you helped me understand your position. 
And that that really is super powerful. And in that, I want to make sure, because as I have said many times, communication is about what you say. It's about what the other person hears. And so I need to know how to get the emotional response so that you feel like when I say that we're running this grand experiment, that you feel this sense of wonder and grandeur and like, oh my God, but I can't use those words because you won't feel what I feel. Yeah. So for me to get you to feel it, I need to understand what the like trigger words are for that same neurochemical cascade. And then I can make sure that I get us on the same page. But it does mean something to me for you to also take the time to step in my shoes. Yeah. And I think that this is actually perfect in real time that people can see how we work through things because I totally hear what you're saying. It's because you've given me context of what you actually mean, now I actually like the word experiment. And like, as you were talking, I was like, oh, instead of our anniversary, it'd be a happy experimental day. Um, But like, that's how I can go from, hang on a minute, that actually is, I don't like that word. You've made me, it feel unromantic to me hearing you out, to then you hearing me out, rewording it so that I can hear what you actually mean in my language. And then me coming over to your side and going, okay, I actually hear what he's saying. I don't take offense. You can see now I'm laughing. So that's how we take something where, if I didn't have said anything, imagine time after time after time yeah. after time for the next three years, you keep calling our, our marriage an experiment. Yes, that's so I'd, powerful. Like in three years, I'd be like, I'm just a fucking experiment. Like, see, he doesn't right. love me. Oh my God, that's so good. That's so powerful. And there you have it, guys. That's how we work through shit. <laughs> and we got to put that last bit on the loop, that, that way that people let that resentment build up. That's amazing. Well... We started with talking about whether or not you should have sex before marriage, and we ended up on fetishes and all (laughs) kinds of crazy shit. But hopefully it added value to your life. And if it did, make sure you hit the subscribe button and ring that bell for notifications. And until next time, my friends, build an amazing relationship. Peace out. Yay! If you're fed up of people constantly pushing you around, ignoring your boundaries, and just disrespecting you left, right, and center, then it's time to finally stop letting people walk all over you and start actually standing up for yourself, my homie. Because trust me, I've been there staying silent and living a life I never actually wanted for myself, but lacked the confidence to do anything about it. But I was able to go from someone who settled and lacked all the confidence in herself to someone who comfortably commands respect and guys and my homie even with the fears the doubts and uncertainty you can finally go after what you freaking want in life set boundaries speak up show up fight imposter syndrome and stop people pleasing and i break down how to actually do this step by step in my book radical confidence and when you pre-order your copy of radical confidence right now today guys you can get a free gift valued at 171 dollars which includes my ultimate guide to radical confidence which is a workbook that you actually can work through as you're reading my book three months ad-free listening to women of impact on podcast and one hour exclusive relationship coaching sessions with me and my hubby of 21 years tom so my homie if you go and pre-order this book right now you get all of those things for utterly free which has been valued at 171 dollars so go over to radicalconfidence.com to pre-order your copy right now that's radicalconfidence.com see you there my homie let's freaking go